Hey guys, Davies here, and I am back with another OVA review for you guys. Um, I got, like I said before, we're going to be switching up, doing week for week, one week news, one week OVA. This week I'm back with another OVA for you guys, and this time it's not a hentai. This, <laughs> um, but, and I don't plan to do any more though anytime soon, so hope you guys enjoy this one. This OVA is called, first let me tell you guys this, um... I started doing a podcast uh, a few years ago now on YouTube, probably four or five years ago, and I got into watching just anime across the board, new, old, whatever, and I got into really watching old school anime, like old school 80s anime, um, and I've seen some stuff that is really, really pretty awesome to be 80s, and really, really terrible to, for 80s anime. This one falls sort of in the middle. The anime is called B-Boy Kidnapping Idol. It is from 1989, right at the end, almost made it to the 90s, right there, December 22nd. Um, it's one episode OVA. Um, the basis of the show is about, it's about the main character, Kazuya. A 16-year-old idol, and um, he's got a lot of fans, he's really popular and all that kind of good stuff. But during his downtime, he's just your basic average 16-year-old. He goes to school. He plays games. Um, he kind of has a hard time balancing school and work, but he makes it work. And he has a friend, um, um, Akahino. Akahino is his best friend slash kind of, like, boyfriend. They they insinuate a lot in this anime. There's one thing you I got from this anime it's one episode, 30 minutes long, but there are a lot of insinuations in this anime. It's not a full-blown yaoi, but the yaoi implications are clearly there. Like, um, there are certain scenes. One of the first things you see is about maybe 10 minutes into the anime, um, after Kazuya leaves practice, um, like dance practice or whatever, he goes home and his friend Akihino's there. Um... I take it that Kazuya lives alone, but Akahiko lives there with him sometimes. You know, like like best friends sleep over or whatever, that kind of thing. Um, he cooks for him and that kind of stuff. So he's, he's a little more mature than Kazuya is. So he cooks for him, that kind of stuff. And the way they act around each other is like they're not really in a relationship, but the basis for one is there. They're very playful with each other. Um, they carry on like boyfriend and boyfriend. It's very... Like, it's there, but it's not there. And they don't really play up on it a lot. There's certain, there's a couple instances where they play up on it, but they don't really go full-blown there. Um, but yeah, so... Fast forward a little bit into the anime. Kazuya and Akihiko are at school. School lets out. And then, um, Akihiko, like, he's a little more stern, a little more straight to the point, and a little more serious than what Kazuya, who, even though he's an idol and has a serious job, isn't a very serious person. So, during this time period, they have a big argument at school, I mean, full-fledged, Kazuya picks up Akihiko and just throws him across the school courtyard, like, it's on some, like, Dragon Ball Z type stuff. Like, I don't even know where he even came from. They were arguing, and all of a sudden, he just picked him up, and he was like, no, and just threw him. And it was like, okay. 
this is getting serious now. And so that big fight happens. And while they're fighting, these like FBI Secret Service guys are standing outside the school fence. And they're there to kidnap Kazuya. They're going to kidnap him and take him to their record producer. I'm doing air quotes, by the way. To his record producer so that he can manage him. And they kidnap both Akihiko and Kazuya. Kidnap them both because Akihiko won't let them take Kazuya without a fight. So they kidnap, kidnap them both and they take him. And they take him to this, like, warehouse. Something you see straight out like GTA or something. This big warehouse... Upstairs and downstairs, and they they tell him that we want him to sign his contract, and um, Kazuya realizes who they are. I guess because he's in the music industry, he knows about them. They're actually a record label that signs um, idols that are very popular. It's like a one-year contract. They use them up, get all the money they can out of them, and then they kind of throw them away, and they're washed up, basically. They wash them up, and then get rid of them. That's basically their, their M.O., or so you think. Fast forward, fast forward the anime a little bit more. Now we're about 15 minutes into the anime. Um, they have Akiko tied up um, in like this basement. This big guy um, who's like the main henchman, um, Ryuji. Ryuji's like the cool, you know, he got the suit with the sunglasses and he's the right hand man. And he, he, you know, he handles business. He's that guy. And so... Um, they do that. He has Akiko tied up while they take Kazuya to, um, the manager or the owner of the record label whose name is, I'm going to say Koi. It's K-O-U, Koi. Um, and Koi is this, like, eccentric, um, I don't even know how you would describe him. He's, he's, this is a very, very dated reference. But, um, if any of you guys know who Boy George is, Boy George, the singer from the old 80s pop group, um, he, he's very Boy George-esque, which is a, a sign of the time that this show was made in. Boy George was very popular in the 80s, and his anime was in the 80s. It makes sense. He's very Boy George-like, except the fact that he's a bit of a pedophile. And it it it, it kind of comes out that what they're actually doing is they're kidnapping these male idols, sending them to this record label where he proceeds to have sex with these male idols, I guess for a year, and then they get rid of them. And that seems to be the basis of what's going on here. They're sort of running a like child kidnapping sex ring. And it's weird. And, and so, as soon as Kazuya realizes what's going on, he's like, no, it's not going down. And even though we get the yaoi scenes between him and Akihiko, Kazuya's very anti, like, guy on guy. He's like, no, this is not going down. This is disgusting. And, and he's like, no, I'm not having this. And so you realize that even though he's very playful, and while he may have that side to him, he's either fully not fully explored it yet, or he hasn't fully accepted that side of him yet, because he's still, in his mind, being gay is just, no, 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 
And, I mean, you know, that's how guys think, especially at 16. It's like, no, ugh. And so, most guys, anyway. You know, you, I'm no, not trying to offend anybody, but that's how some guys think. And so, in his mind, it's like, no. And so, we proceed to have um, Koi sort of attack, <laughs> sort of attack Kavya. He, um, he grabs him by the leg, and he won't let him go, and he's like, no, you're not going anywhere, you're staying here. Three minutes later, Akihiko busts in the door like He-Man or something, like Superman just boom, busting in, he's like, no, give me Kavya back, and Kavya's like, he won't get off of me, so we proceed to get a fight scene that's not really a fight scene. Um, Akihiko beats up a couple of the henchmen. There's one very, very funny scene. I forgot about this one. It goes back a little bit before where I am now. But when they first kidnap Akihiko and Kavya, they have them tied up in the basement. And, like, one of the guys beats up Akihiko and ties him up. And he does, like, this, like, pogo-type dance out of the screen. And it's amazing. He just, like, boink, 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 boink. And he just goes out the screen. And it's amazing. It's pure genius. But, yeah, fast forward. Um, Akihiko beats up the henchman. And then he proceeds to attempt to beat up um, Koi. They kick him. They punch him. Nothing works. He's not letting go. They even hit him with a chair across his head. They hit him with a chair. And that finally stuns him for him. He's laying there just like head cocked to the side like he's dead. Ten minutes later, he's back up again. And he's like, no, you're not going anywhere. And so, um, they finally escape. They get down to like this basement floor level, like the bottom of the floor. At the gate. Um, and Ryuji, even though he's been the bad guy this whole time, he's sort of impressed with how they escaped. And so he tells the rest of the henchmen, like, no, this isn't the time. We'll get them again later. Just let it go for now. I'm impressed. Let it go. He gives her a motorcycle. They crank it up. They ride out. Like, action scene. They jump in the air, and they're there. And that's how it ends. It ends with them escaping. And they show a couple scenes of Kazuyo doing, like, dance practice and things of that nature. And that's the end of of, of the show. That's, that's it. And... Oh, man, the music is so amazing. Like, it, the music's so 80s rock, but it's such good 80s, like, rock slash, like, pop. It's so good. The ending theme song's amazing. I don't even know who sings it. Um, just out of curiosity, let me see if I can find it. And sorry, guys, I ramble a little bit during this review. I tend to do that sometimes. Um, no, there, there's no no um list of who sings the ending ending song no surprise no surprise there i'm not surprised it's, it is from 89 but the ending ending theme song is amazing um but yeah so that's pretty much it that is in a nutshell b-boy kidnapping idol idol gets kidnapped there's some fighting scenes um there's a bit of yaoi and in all honestly it wasn't a terrible show it was for it to be an 80s anime, it stuck to a, to a plot. There was an idol. He was kidnapped. He was saved. And they got away. And that was the whole... That's the plot of the show. And it, it stuck to that plot. And I applauded for that. It was actually not terrible. Would I give it a 10 out of 10? No, of course not. Maybe around a 7. It, it wasn't terrible. And would I recommend it? 
I would. It's um, it's sub. There is no dub of it. There's a, it's subbed only. It's only around 26 minutes long. Um, you can watch it in no time. Um, from just Googling, it's on YouTube. YouTube has it. Um, Kiss Anime has it. Most of the fan sites will more than likely have it. And like the YouTube, of course, has it also. So I recommend it. I definitely say check it out. It's a fun little quick OVA to watch. Um, and it's entertaining. Um, and again, hope I didn't offend anybody with my talking about how Kazuyo felt about being gay. So I did hope I didn't offend anybody that I didn't mean to. Um, but yeah, so it was, um, it was definitely a fun, fun anime. I enjoyed it. I didn't expect to, but I did enjoy it. And I recommend it. Um, so yeah, I'm going a little long here. Didn't mean to. Sorry about that. I'll be back next week with another new news um, hour for you guys. Hope you guys look forward to it. And until next time, maho out.